All right, everyone, welcome forth along tonight. I'm here with my friend Scott. And that is it. Just Scott. Yup. Oh, wait, we gotta do the thing. What you... what? We're fine. We're you fine. Did, you gotta do the introduction, then we. Then we do this. Then we I do know, it. Matt's like on top of it, though. I he's know, Matt's like, like, he's like, hi, everyone, chick. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. He don't wait for nobody. <laughs> Got another one? Got it. Yeah, then he slurps it down like it's orange juice. Yeah. Hey, I, I need more. I think he's got a problem. Mm. We need to. We might have to have an intervention on next one. Yeah. On our next episode. Have a live intervention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he'll appreciate that. Wouldn't he? <laughs> I'm gonna do what? You're gonna intervene? What? No, I don't think so. No, you're, what you're opening there is a sprite. Yep. Yeah. It is not a beer. All right. Well, that was kind of a f- fun-filled weekend. Lots to talk about, and um, this is one of those podcasts that we can do, that we can get steered or so off track so quickly, because of all the different things that occurred that, yeah, it turns into a big clusterfuck, so keep us on track, Roger. Okay, I got notes. Ooh. I'm about to start that. What? Not yet. Hang on. I'm going to have to, since we're kind of going through all this stuff, I'm going to have to keep notes. Oh, my God. I know. Tell me about it. I'm gonna we're have getting to, all professional. Professional. Yeah. All right. So, what's your first thing? Basketball games? Yeah. How about that? Those <clears> are, <throat> uh, I kind of miss the uh, Baylor-Houston game, but it doesn't sound like I miss much. I saw enough of it to know that it was not worth watching. <laughs> It's kind of what I saw. <laughs> it was uh, in, out, done. Nothing to see here. It, it was, it was, it was bad. Um, that other game, I can't remember what it was. Uh, UCLA and Gonzaga, I think. I think those two teams played each other. Mm-hmm. I heard that that was a pretty good game. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As in, probably the best, best game of the tournament. I think you could easily say the best game of at least the past 20 years. Um, I wouldn't say 20. What was Zui? You got one that's better for the city. I mean, you also got to take in, into account the situation, too. This wasn't the first round of the tournament. Yeah. <clears throat> this wasn't, you know, some arbitrary game in the middle of the season. This was to go to the championship game. Yeah. I don't think this has ever happened. Uh, quite like this. That Duke... Uh, what was it? Duke, Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the highlight reel is of that. That was a big deal. That was a big one. Yeah. And that was quite exciting. But this went into overtime, and it was just basically a Hail Mary shot to win the game. To go to the national title game. Mm-hmm. I, I know we can speak in hyperbole a lot and go, oh, this is the greatest whatever. I think it was maybe the greatest basketball game I got to see ever. Uh, just okay. because it's as competitive as it was, too. Okay. Where are you at? I don't know if it's the greatest one I've ever seen. It's definitely up there. I was trying to remember. I thought there was a game in 2015. 
Was it with... No, I'm not even going to remember. I thought it was with UConn, but I might be wrong. Where it kind of came down to the last... But I can't well, remember UConn, where, where that <clears throat> was. UConn, uh, back in, I want to say, 90... No, maybe this 88, was, 89. This was recent. They hit a buzzer beater to win the game against Clemson. Uh, uh, but that was to go, I think, to the Sweet 16 or, or something like that. And they actually had 0.5 seconds left. Um, I, the reason why I remember this is because I, I was a UConn fan for a little while. Just because of this game. This one specific game. Okay. They they had .5 seconds left. They, they threw it half court. The guy turned around, shot. Made and made it to win the mm-hmm. game, and uh, that was at that time that was probably one of the craziest games I'd ever seen. Until this, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and there's been crazier ones. I mean, obviously, like throughout the the season, um, there's there's always been really good ones. Um, because I I look back to uh. The UMBC last uh, last year, the year before, that was pretty crazy when they won some of their games and stuff. But that uh, wasn't. Are a you final talking about the year or the team that beat Virginia? Virginia. Yeah, <clears throat> that was crazy for what it was, but not for how it happened. Kind of because they they made a lot of points and stuff, but they didn't have a buzzer beater. Yeah, win. If, if they would have beaten Virginia six. As a 16 seed, in this kind of in the same sense that Gonzaga won their game against UCLA, yeah, I think actually you could probably say that that's a, even a bigger game mm. and a bigger win. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow, I I'm sorry that that was that took the cake, man. That really took the cake for me. <laughs> I was watching the game live, and I didn't realize he made that shot. Yeah. It took me one or two seconds to to finally sink in that he just made that shot, and they just won that game. It it was just, it was just, and how well played was that game? By both sides. Really good. I, you know, I'm going to be honest, I thought there was a lot of times where Gonzaga should have pulled ahead. But UCLA's defense just would not let them. Because UCLA has really good defense, and Gonzaga's offense has always been the really, really strong side of everything. But they they just couldn't pull it out. Yeah. This is a <clears throat> 2016 when uh, Chris Jenkins hit the buzzer beater for the national championship against North Carolina. And he shot it from, like, almost half court. <laughs> For the national title? For the national title. Against who? North was? Carolina. I mean, who was, who was, who, it's North Carolina and who? Villanova. Okay. Chris Jenkins for Villanova hit a three. That was probably one of the best ones I've seen in my history. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That's, that's. That's to win the national title. Yeah. That's that's a tough one to beat. 
and there was about two seconds left when he did it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of going off of uh, the top ten. That was the number one buzzer beater ever. Okay. They have ringed. Oh, okay. Number two was Christian Leitner's. The one I, yeah, yeah, the Duke game. Granted, that was crazy because of the score. It was over 100 points mm-hmm. for each team. <laughs> That's and again, that national title. Uh, it, or was it no, Final that was Elite Eight. Eight. That was Elite Eight? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I think they went on to win the national title. If they I did that right. year, yes. Yeah. Um, number three, Lorenzo Charles. I wouldn't know this one. 1983 national championship game. Oh, was that NC that was State? When, yeah, NC State. Jim the, that crazy ass miracle mm-hmm. week in and week out. Yeah. Throughout the tournament team. Yeah. So Jalen <clears throat> Suggs' uh, shot for Gonzaga to beat UCLA ranks fourth in buzzer beater history. Okay. I can go with that. I, I don't have a problem with it. Now, for me, I've seen, I mean, number five is Mario Chalmers' 2008 shot for KU. Okay. Against? Memphis. Okay. For the national title. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's 2.1 seconds when he made that three to go up. I think that's when we went up five or something like that. To seal the win. Oh, no, that was the game-tying three. That's right. That was a game-tying three to push it into overtime so that we could win it. So, we didn't win it, but... <clears throat> and I and I get you on that. That's... that's. Well, let me... I, I guess if I would... If you were a... tried-and-true... You bled Gonzaga. That would have been the greatest game you've ever witnessed. Yes. But because you're a KU guy, I see where you're you're at with that. Sure, no problem. That's the greatest game. Sure. Well, <laughs> not really not. because they they lost, but who? KU didn't they on that no. one? Or did they won that game. They won that. Okay. Game. That was our... which one did they lose? 2012 we 12. Just, okay. <clears throat> so 2008 I, we won. So I totally get that. <laughs> we sent it, Mario Chalmers sent it into overtime for us, and we won in overtime. Yeah. Be, By a lot, too. Sure, sure. Because I, I, I would say if you ask other, you know, if Matt was here, he would probably tell you, too, that that was one of the best games he's ever witnessed. But... He probably has a, a memorable moment with Mizzou or Michigan mm-hmm. that may have trumped it. Um, I, I'm, I'm flat out ready to say that that was the best game, period. Even above any Mizzou game I've witnessed or West Virginia game. Because, <laughs> let's face it, neither one of my teams have done much of anything to, <laughs> you know. To make I mean, a if, if, they, if they beat somebody in a buzzer beater in week 15 of the season, yeah, that's pretty memorable and pretty cool, but who gives a shit at the end of the day? This was for something, mm-hmm. you know? Um, all I can say is just, I just continue to say wow, because I don't know what else to say about it. It was fantastic. And just the way that game was played, 
uh, I went back home for Easter. This, you know, obviously mm-hmm. that was the weekend, Easter weekend, and uh, made my mom watch part of that game. She was even into that game, and I'm not sure she's watched three basketball games in her life. <laughs> but that was like, wow, are you kidding? Yeah. So. If you could get somebody that's a complete stranger to the game to be intrigued by that, that's saying something, you know. Yeah. So that, that just goes to show what kind of a well-played game that was. Yeah. And and the, the crazy ending to it. I do have to say, though, this... And, I mean, I get... From your side, you just don't watch much basketball. But this was one of the better years to watch the tournament. It was. Because there wasn't many blowouts. There's a lot of games that are really close, really fun. Uh, I thought the most fun one was with Oklahoma State. I can't remember who they lost to now. Was it Oregon State, maybe? I can't remember. That sounds right. I think they lost to Oregon State. What an exciting game that was, uh, where they it was back and forth, and there was four lead changes with 12 seconds left, or whatever it was, crazy stat they had. I mean, that was... And if you're looking at all the buzzer beaters and the last second shots, there was a lot this year. Mm-hmm. So this was just one of the best years to watch it. And teams coming out of nowhere like UCLA, yeah, coming yeah. being. But that goes to show. I thought you know, I don't want to give him credit all the time because he's crazy. But Luke Walton had it right. <laughs> <laughs> he said the Pac-12 was under. Underseeded, and at the end of the day, they were. UCLA probably should have never been an 11 seed. They probably should have been closer to a 6 seed. USC should have probably been like a 3 seed or a 4, not a 6. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oregon State should have probably been somewhere around a 7 or an 8. So, I mean, there was just a lot of teams you could go down the list that they should have been... Um, Higher seeded. Yeah. Yeah, of the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone yeah, else they really was did show, about right. They they showed a they had a huge show of force in the tournament this year. Oh uh, yeah, that nobody saw coming. Yeah. Oh yeah, they they won the most games out of every conference. And the two, it's kind of funny the conferences that are supposed to be the strongest uh, flamed out quickly. Yeah, I mean the Big Ten disappeared after round two. Yeah, after round two, they were down to one team. Mm-hmm. And then that team flamed out. And it was like, whoa, okay, well, they're gone. Um, the SEC was supposed to be another team and make a strong run at it. And after about a couple rounds, they are pretty much done. Everyone thought Alabama was going to go pretty far. And they they got to the Sweet 16 yeah. and flamed out there. Yeah, that was their <clears throat> deepest team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Big 12, yeah, I mean... When you have a team in your conference win it all, I mean, you're going to get the rain as the yeah. strong conference. <laughs> yeah, well, but to your point, the Big 12 flamed out really, too. Other Two. than other than the one team that everybody expected to, to do well yeah. in Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Oklahoma, but, Oklahoma State didn't really... Do that well, much? Yeah, you didn't get, you know, as far as some people had thought. Um, I 
think they got as far as most people thought. I don't know. I mean, they were starting to come around, actually. They're towards the end of the year. And they were looking better. That was a that was a a better team than it they, was at the beginning of the year. Would you not say that? No. You, they you were thought worse. they were worse at, at the, the end of the year? year? No. Yeah. I don't even know that much about basketball. I can tell you they they were playing way better. Their their shooting percentage and their scoring was higher at the beginning of the season than it was at the end. Of the but season. they were winning more games. No, they were. They only lost one game at the beginning of the season. Well, midstream they were they were losing yeah, games. Middle of the, and, towards yeah. the end of the season they started losing. At the halfway point is when they started losing. I don't know. They uh, halfway uh, through we'll have halfway, to agree to disagree. But they were playing much schedule, better basketball. No, halfway through their schedule they started losing. Mm-hmm. And that's when they went on their like five game losing streak. Yes, that was when they already played twelve games. Mm-hmm. That was halfway through their season. Okay. Because they only played like 28 games, 26 games. So 12 would have been about the halfway point. They only had like two losses, one loss. But then all of a sudden they went on a six-game, you know, five-game skid, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. That was after the midway point. And Before then, coming back around again. and Yeah, but then they had the COVID stuff. And they looked like crap. I didn't think their first game of the Big 12 tournament was all that impressive. It was okay. It was fine. They they won. At the end of the year, yeah, they beat Baylor, but then the very next game they looked like crap, but they barely won. I thought their beginning of the season, when they beat Creighton, and they beat all kinds of big-name schools. Um, they, They were taking down everyone. Texas Tech. Texas Tech was a strong team coming in, and they beat them up. I mean, they were beating all the big, the number, you know, the top-seeded teams and stuff. And then they hit that midway point and fell off a cliff. I thought the end of the season was a synop... I thought their game against USC was kind of a... or Their tournament performance was a synopsis of their season. Starts out strong and just doesn't... is not able to finish. Because they were kind of like that the entire year. They always started out games really strong too. And they let teams back in. Like when they lost to Oklahoma State. They were up 20 point, eight, 18 points on Oklahoma State at one point in time. And let them back in and then lost. Actually. How do you do that? Changing the subject just a little bit. It just, it just hit me. Who's the worst team in the Pac-12 this year? In the tournament. In the tournament? Yeah. That was actually supposed to be the best team. Um, Colorado. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of who the highest seed was supposed to be. I was like, I don't remember the highest seed Pac-12 team. <laughs> I was like, Who's Colorado? And they're, they're the only ones that flamed up. They flamed up the quickest. Yeah. <clears throat> that was... Kind of funny. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, they flamed out really fast. I was trying to think. I thought they had another one flame out real quick, but I'd have to. But go that back was the highest seeded Pac-12 school. Yeah, 
Was it? Okay. I can't remember. Uh, they were a two or a three, weren't they? I thought they were four or five. Were they four? Okay. The something like Pac, that. Pac-12 didn't get a Two, three, four, something like that. Yeah. Um, I thought they were kind of... Um, let's see here. Was, Colorado was a five. Hmm. I'll say I didn't think they were. Too I thought low. they were higher than that. Mm-mm. They're pretty low. Okay. They weren't very. My bad. Yeah, I mean, if you looked at, I mean, as for a five seed, they did okay. I mean, they could have. I mean, yes, you're right. And they were one the and done. <laughs> no, they were on their first one. That's why I said they were one and done. They won oh, the first yeah, yeah. one, and that was it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think. I was looking on the other side of the bracket and see if there was another. Um, Georgia, no, it's kind of dreadful. Illinois, no, 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 Florida, no, Colgate, no, Utah State, no. Um, yeah, so they were the highest. Yeah, but, okay, so you had Colorado at five. You had USC at six, and you had Oregon at seven. All about the same teams. <laughs> but all surpass Colorado and mm-hmm. tournament yeah. wins this year. Yeah, except no, Oregon did too. I was thinking Oregon lost in the next round, but they made it too. They surpassed them. Yeah. The only team that didn't, I thought, was... Oh, that was them. Yep. So, yeah. I don't know. It but is... then... <clears throat> And then, um, for all the accolades and greatness of that game of Gonzaga-UCLA, then we kind of go down the tubes after that. (laughs) Um, I know I was watching, I'm sure you saw some of this too, there were people that were ready to crown Gonzaga as the greatest team ever in the history of college basketball. And... No, it wasn't anybody at this table. No, but I didn't it was. Think, it was you know that. some of the analysts on ESPN or Fox or CBS or whoever you were watching, they were ready to crown them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Baylor did just that, crowned them upside the head. <laughs> <laughs> Showed them what they're really made of. <laughs> Whoa, that game was Whoa. never close. Never. It was over before it's, it when it started. Yeah, because yeah. it it was kind of one of those things where Baylor went up like seven nothing, and then finally Gonzaga scored, and then Baylor went up like 10-2, 9-2, 11-2. I thought, and it was kind of one of those things. Is like if you guys don't do something quick, you're gonna get ran out of this gym. I they thought it was an absolute gym. miracle. Gonzaga was only down 10 at half. Yeah. The thing... <laughs> the thing was, the reason Gonzaga got to 10 at half is just because... They made a bunch of shots, like, just to... In, you know, no, they, they, took, they, they did, but I still say it's a miracle they got that done. Yeah. I mean... Because Baylor was just dominating everything. Yeah, and there, I don't know what the shooting percentage of that game was, 
But, a lot to a little. I, I, uh, I'm telling you, I, there was a point in time where uh, Baylor had to be somewhere in the 90s. Just for, you know, a, a period of time. Not not the whole game, obviously. Yeah. But it seemed like every time Baylor had the ball, they scored. You know who had the, ended up with the higher shooting percentage? Was it Gonzaga? Yeah. Wow. By like 7% too. No kidding. What was the percentage? Baylor shot 44. 45 actually. Let's round up. And uh, Gonzaga shot 51. Wow. Here's the difference though. Baylor was hitting their threes though. Mm-hmm. But also at the end of the game, Baylor kind of... Yeah, they, 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 they were, were up like 16. Sure, they were... They were no. up 16 or 19 yeah. with like... Two minutes left, and he's like, this game is so over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. <laughs> they're piddle-fucking around. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> um, here's where Baylor killed them in two areas, free throws and three points. Gonzaga could not make a free three-pointer. They only shot 30%. Actually, less than 30, barely. But that's... Yeah, it's not, you want to get a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. You want to be about 35%. Well, I know the free throws weren't very good. Uh, 71%. Gonzaga's. Yeah, 71%. That's, That's not actually good. better than I thought. It's not good. It's not good, yeah. but it's still better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. There was a moment there I thought that they weren't hitting any of them. They, they weren't hitting any Hell, there was a, there was a, there was one point there was a, actually a technical foul. And they, he, missed, they, missed missed they, they did get a single point off of it, did they? Yeah, they, he made the first they, one. Did he get one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he made he made it was it could have been a potential five a five, five point swing yeah, essentially right. because you get the two free throws and you make a three right and they got one point out of it right <laughs> yes because I, I was actually thinking that they got zero points <laughs> I'm like no. wow you can't no. do that no he made, he made the first free throw and then he okay. missed the second and then and they, then they turned it, was, it over yeah it was a turnover. Well, that's where it really killed them is they had, what was it, 14 turnovers. That's a lot. And Baylor scored uh, 19 points off those turnovers. You know, it's funny. When you when you dominate a game the way Baylor dominated that game, my imagination gets away from me, and I'm like, that's it? Just 14 turnovers? Yeah. It felt like it was like lot. 44 turnovers. It just, it, it just compounds, yeah. you know? Um, 14 turnovers in a basketball game is a lot. I know it is. It's a lot. But it still felt like it was small. No. It felt like it was 14 at the half. It, if it would have gotten that to what you're – that was an all-time record. I know, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah. It just whenever – you, whenever you think back on it, you're like, oh, I bet there was 40, 30 fucking turnovers in that game. No, it was 14. Yeah. That's bad enough. They, they couldn't keep the ball in I'm their telling hands. you, that's not good. I'm telling you, that's not good. But The other thing was fouls. Every time they, a Baylor guy touched the ball, they just act the way at their arm. It was like, okay, look here, Mizzou defense. You yeah. can't do that. When a guy grabs the ball, you can't just go right after his arm. I mean, you got to post him up a little bit and then slap at it, but... I mean, so with this being said, and everybody, and not everybody, but a lot of people wanted to crown Gonzaga as the greatest team ever. Uh, where would you rank Baylor ever then? As the greatest team ever? Yeah. Are they um, in your top 10? No. Top 20? 
Top 50? Probably top 40. <laughs> it's tough because I feel like college basketball is kind of like eras of sport. I feel like for the past 10 years, Baylor's a top five team. Uh, they don't beat they don't beat the North Carolina team. I don't know. The KU Ohio State team they might beat them, maybe. I don't think they beat no Villanova. Okay. They definitely don't beat North Carolina though. I know that for sure. That North Carolina team was stacked. And it proves in the NBA because like four of those guys are pretty much superstars from that team. So what year are you talking about? Uh was it fourteen or fifteen? Okay. Can't remember. I have to look at it. It was one of those two years, right around there. That North Carolina team. They had uh PJ PJ Tucker. Can't remember his name. Same as PJ, though. It was that year. But they were stacked. I don't... But, see, that's the problem. In the 2000s, basketball was a lot different than it is now. From a college standpoint. Mm-hmm. Not a pro standpoint. So, I don't I don't know how they'd stack up all the time. I don't, probably top 20, though. Maybe. Because the thing was, is... Here's here's the thing about this Baylor team. They made you pay at the worst moments. They're really good, like, and we saw in the Gonzaga game, they're really good at getting turnovers. And every time they got a turnover, it it seemed like they're getting points. Yeah. And that's yeah. and that's where it's it a really, killer. That's where it it's really a real killer. I mean, they got nineteen <laughs> points off fourteen turnovers. I mean, that, you're scoring at like seventy percent of your turnovers. Because, in my opinion, <clears throat> points off of turnovers in any sport are free points. Yeah, you you do that in football, and you just kick a field goal. Yeah, off a of turn that is, you just got three free points. Yeah, and it's no different than in basketball yeah. or hockey or. Uh, and those and, are killer points. And the other killer thing points we saw is they're just more athletic and more in tune with each other. I mean, when they're doing the street ball stuff, they're alley oops and stuff. Yeah. I mean, those guys had no idea what was going on. I mean, they're dunking over other dudes, and guys are watching the ball going, "Holy shit! Look at that pass! That was a great pass!" <laughs> and they didn't know what to do. So, and Mark Few, he doesn't get out coached very often. He got out. He got out coached. He got out coached. Yeah, and he, he didn't he know did, what to there do. were some circles got got ran around him. Mm-hmm. Scott Drew out coached him. It, I I have to agree with you there too. And he, that doesn't happen very often. No. Usually his teams just get beat. You know, last second shots, can't make them at the end, things like that. And but he just he got out coached. His team was never in it. They were never in the right mind. And I think Scott Drew exposed a lot of things that Gonzaga team lacked. And it was depth and size. They constantly threw over the top. When that Timmy guy, he was their number one defender. From Gonzaga. From Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. And when they drew him out to 
one side or the key, they had nobody down there to stop it. And they just threw over the top constantly. And Scott Drew just run it again. Keep running until they expose it. Well, a couple things. One thing thing I personally saw, I'm not a good X's and O's guy when it comes to basketball. Yeah. But Timmy was really having – he was struggling in the paint. Yes, he was. Just trying to get position. He couldn't. He could. He was. He. he and I don't know. This might have been the first time he's had, he had that kind of struggle. At least in the tournament, it was. Yes, yeah, it was. Um, and when he was struggling, the rest of that team struggled. Well, and then they got him in foul trouble early. And then they got him in foul trouble. And then he couldn't be as aggressive mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And Mark Few did the right thing and left him in there, unlike what Conzo Martin does. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't throw that jab. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> you leave the guy in there, but he just was not as aggressive anymore, and it showed, and Baylor exposed it. Yep. And then Baylor got into foul trouble, but the thing was their guys pushed the limits, though. They were like, well, if we're going to foul out, we're gonna go all the way. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna go. All we're gonna the way. kick somebody in the balls before we <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> so I mean, that was that was the difference. Was is that Baylor was willing to push the envelope and Gonzaga wasn't. I mean, Baylor had four guys in foul trouble by the half. Yeah, but then they kind of backed it down a little bit. But then they kicked it right back up to mm-hmm. put the nail in the coffin. And then Gonzaga was able to kind of start stringing together, but then it was, it was way too late. Oh, it was, yeah. You were down nineteen with four or five minutes left, and it's like this game is way yeah. beyond. Yeah, what what you know the final four game against UCLA, I stayed throughout that whole entire thing. I wanted to go to bed so bad because I was getting tired and whatever, and uh, but I stuck with it. Uh, the championship game, I, 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 I was done by, <laughs> I don't know, the seven minute mark in the second half, I think. And I was like, if this is the greatest comeback ever, so be it. They're going to yeah. do it without me. I am shutting this off and going to bed. Yeah. And woke up the next morning thanking God that I went ahead and went to bed. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't. There was anything. nothing there that I didn't need to see or didn't miss anything. Nope. What nope, you saw was, at the seven minute mark was pretty much yeah. Continue. A continuation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Baylor kicking ass. It was just a different score. Yep. It was. That's all it was. <laughs> yep. So did anything else get you over the weekend? Um. Well, do you want to talk about your new hire? Sure. Um, KU hired a new athletic director, uh, Travis Goff. Okay. Is he related to Jared? No. No? No. That's probably a good thing for you guys. <laughs> Is it? You don't think? I don't know. Maybe Jared would be a good... Maybe he would be a good, um... AD. No um, doubt it. <laughs> Well, some, would, some memory, hopefully, he, hopefully he would be a better AD than quarterback. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I doubt it. I don't know. Sometimes the meddling quarterbacks are the best coaches. Okay. 
Probably not. But... Continue, though. <laughs> no, I don't... They're not related. Because I'm pretty sure Jared Goff is from the East Coast. Fuck, fine, huh? I think he's from the East Coast. Well, KU's new AD, Travis Goff, is from Kansas, so... Okay. Obviously, probably not related. Why? You can't have, like, a nephew in California or... Yeah, but this... New York or something not, from Kansas? It's not that likely, though. It's not that likely that their last names are the same. <laughs> it's kind of a common name, though. Goff? Yeah. Not that common. How many okay. Goffs do you know besides these two? Exactly. Well, I don't know a lot of famous people that are... I, I mean... Did you, what's your next-door neighbor's name? Is it Goff? <laughs> No, but I did know a golf one time, but it was spelled different. No, that don't count. It was, it was one F, not two. Yeah, see? Different. Different? Yeah, <laughs> totally different. I don't know if it's spelled different. I don't know. I, I have no idea either. <laughs> <laughs> it might be spelled different. I just... I, I think it's spelled different, but... Uh, you know, inquiring minds want to know. Is Jared Goff uh, related to your new AD? I'm going to go ahead and say no. You're going to shit yourself if you look this up and it's like, they're like uh, fourth cousins or something. Fourth cousins? <laughs> um, yeah, well, Jared's from uh, California. So, um, so I'm going to go ahead and say maybe not. But okay. You never know. All right. Okay. You know, I got relatives in the state of Washington, so. Well, did you know that Jared Goff is the son of Jerry Goff, a former Major League Baseball player? What? So it says here. Jared Goff, the quarterback. The quarterback. No. His dad was an MLB player. No shit. No. Jerry Goff. Did not know that. Okay. Jerry Goff. Hmm. Yep. Um, he was drafted twice by the Oakland A's and New York Yankees. But elected instead to... Um, he was drafted in the third round of the MLB draft by the Mariners and graded to sign with the Mariners. Jared Goff's dad. Yep. Who and then he also played for the Montreal Expos. Huh. And then he was a backup catcher for the Expos, the Pirates, and the Astros. Wow. No clue. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say Royals. I'd been like, I'm like, can we change the subject quickly? <laughs> this is getting worse for me now. It's already bad enough he played for the Pirates. And I didn't run. Fuck, I don't know. What, what, what year time frame were we talking about? 90s? Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. He recorded his first major league hit May 18th of 1990 against the San Francisco Giants. Wow. At Candlestick Park. Look at all these little factoids we are getting. <laughs> you, you can't. I mean, I'm telling you, folks. Where else you are you going to find this? this? Yeah. Where else are you going to find this? Yeah. So, do I need to look up Travis Golf? I don't know who's that. The new KU Oh, that's not his cousin. That. I don't think it's his cousin. I'm going to go ahead and say it's not his cousin. So, 
I don't know what you want to say, but that's what I'm going with. Okay. Is they're not cousins. Honestly, it sounds like a good pick. Why is that? He's from Kansas. Went to school, Kansas. I don't think you're, you can hurt yourself by doing that as opposed to getting somebody that's an outsider. That doesn't care. Uh, or cares only about one side of things, maybe. Like, we've got an image up to uphold, and it's the basketball team. So, fuck the football team. We're going to go, but, you know, I think, I think Travis Goff feels like there's an image to keep for both sides. Coming from, you know, that being his alma mater. I mean, you know, you went to college and you're like, it'd be nice to have all your school's teams do well. Yeah. He probably feels the same way, I'm, I'm sure. So. Well, and he probably, being from Kansas, he probably grew up a KU fan. I mean... He went to school there, too, yeah. so... So, I mean, he's someone that means something to him. Sure. But, I mean, I think... I feel like sometimes, though, people... I mean, the college I went to, I don't know if I care that much, but... <laughs> I went to a smaller college. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe it'd be different, but... It'd be uh, a lot different if you like, were, uh, they were hiring you to be the AD. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. But on the same hand, like, when you grew up in that area and you're kind of a fan, it kind of means a little bit more than mm-hmm. if you're an outsider. Mm-hmm. And you went, say, somebody from Texas went to KU or Oklahoma. They went to KU. They're probably like, eh, you know, yeah, I went there. But. Well, you know, a good example <laughs> of this is, and, and it kind of kind of makes me sick a little bit when you when you see it but when you're when your team hires a new head coach Kansas yeah. hires a new head coach don't care what sport it is you know somebody has put a bug in their ear saying okay now you you do know that you have to talk about the KU K State rivalry right or the KU Mizzou rivalry mm-hmm. and so like one of the first things they'll say as a new coach is, all right, we're here to beat Missouri or we're here to beat Kansas State or whatever. And you're like, all right, I already know automatically somebody just put the bug in your ear to say that. The guy from Kansas that went to school at Kansas, you know he does not have to be told that. <laughs> yes. Um... And he comes, so he comes from Northwestern. And I guess, I don't really know what, okay. He arrived at Northwestern in 2012 and serves as a deputy athletic director slash assistant vice president. If you're going to dive down this rabbit hole, I need another beer. You need another beer? Yeah. Oh, geez. But the thing was, you know, kind of when I was looking at his stuff, I mean, I don't think he was the, he wasn't like the lead guy at Northwestern, but I don't know if they really have one with how theirs is set up. Like, 
how their college is set up and everything. Um, okay, it does say he's a member of the vice president for athletics and recreation, Jim Phillips' executive staff. Team responsible for all high level. Okay, so there was kind of somebody above him, but they did certain sports. At and, Northwestern, you mean? Yeah. Okay. They did certain sports, and he did certain sports. So that's the only thing that's problem at colleges like Northwestern. They're not like a traditional college. No. They're, it's they're, private. Yeah, it's private, so their things are set up a little different than anywhere else. The only thing I'll say, and it probably doesn't matter, what you're talking about, mm-hmm. how successful is their programs? Uh, While he was there, and I don't care if he was the fucking janitor or whether he was the grand poobah over everything, they had they had a lot of success. Northwestern did. Yeah. First time in school history that their basketball program made it to the the title or not the title the uh, <laughs> the NCAA tournament. I yeah. think it was under under his tenure there. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, since 2012, their football program's been... Yeah, they've been pretty, bowling. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, been respectable. Mm-hmm. It's been one of those things where now they're on the... They're kind of on the page of... Good little team. I mean, you got to kind of respect Yeah, they were bowl... I think they were bowl eligible this past year, if memory serves me correct. I think so. I guess his uh, big thing at Northwestern while he was there was uh, uh, campaigns, donations. That's what they were saying on the TV, uh, on the news before you came in today. Um, that was his kind of big deal. Mm-hmm. Which, honest to God, I, I don't know if that's necessarily what I'm looking for in my... <laughs> uh, I want to know, are you going to make this fucking program... Are you going to make this football program at least not as suck? And are you going <laughs> not to as suck? <laughs> and are you going to continue to have Bill Self here? That's really about all we need to know here. <laughs> not as suck. <laughs> uh, if you can get us to one bowl game in the next five years, we're going to erect a monument for you. So. Yeah. But you also have to get probably two national titles of basketball. Yeah. Probably. I would say that's a good, yeah. That that would be. Um, so, in 2012, Northwestern football, looks like, uh, well, Pat Fitzgerald, their coach, was already there. But they went to the Gator Bowl for the nine and three record. Nice, and they beat Mississippi State. In nice the Gator Bowl. Two thousand thirteen looks like they had a disappointing season, five and seven. But that would have been just one year after that's, he was there, and that's respectable. Yeah. Two thousand fifteen, they got they were ranked twenty first in the nation. Um. They were going for the Big Ten division title, except they lost to Michigan and Iowa. Then they uh, squared off 
against New Year's Day Bowl against Tennessee in the Outback Bowl. Cut. And then 2016, they went 6-6, six and six and they played in the New Era Pinstripe Bowl where they defeated the Pittsburgh Panthers. So, yeah, over the past few years, they've been going to the bowl about, about every year. Yeah, very respectable. I guarantee you there's not a single KU fan that would turn that down. Yeah. From their bas- or football program, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, since his time here, they didn't go to a bowl game one year except in 19 also. Okay. But that would have been... Corona times kind of... Yeah. Don't. Right? Because... It would have been the uh, 20 bowl game. Oh, they went to a 20 bowl game. So... So the year before Corona, they didn't go to a bowl game. Okay. That was their one year. Okay. But, so 2012, well, let's go after. So 15 through 20, they went to one, two, three, four, five, five bowl games. Nice. Six years. So nice. they only missed it one year. Very nice. I would definitely take that mm-hmm. if you're a Northwestern fan, too. Mm-hmm. So, I think uh, that's what we got to look forward to. Hopefully, I don't know. So you're good with the hire? Yeah. I I don't think I was sold on Danny Manning. Because I don't know if he would have been able to pick somebody for football. Mm. Coach. I was going to be okay with Banks Floodman, I guess. I would have been too, because I would have ran <laughs> with that freaking name for. <laughs> so I think there'd have been a lot of, a lot of fun stuff to say about KU football and Banks Floodman. <laughs> um, I mean. What? The only thing is he's an AD, so I mean, like, after a year, everyone's going to forget who he is, though, so. Sure. <laughs> it's not like you're going to, oh, yeah, Pink's Floodman, you know? It's no, I like totally would have forgotten until you reminded me, and <laughs> yeah, then I've been like, yeah. oh, yeah, the dam's <laughs> building now. The, <laughs> the Floodman the building. Boy. <laughs> Seems there's a bit of a leak <laughs> in the football program. Yeah. And that's those are just tacky. Ones. I could come up with something a lot better than that. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of things supposedly working working against him. Here, they're kind of talking about it. He's got to hire a football coach. I don't know. I I don't know who he's going to hire. Who he's going to bring in? I doubt he's going to get the Northwestern guy to come in. So. Doubt that's gonna happen. Hard telling. I mean, the Northwestern's guy had um, maybe he could pull five. his offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. I don't know. <clears throat> um, he's behind self getting a lifetime contract. Uh, he better, because <laughs> a it already happened, and b what is he gonna say? No, that's stupid. <laughs> 
honest. Yeah. First day of the job, and you're already going to be like <laughs> the second or first greatest all-time coach in KU history, and you're going to badmouth him already? What the fuck are you all doing? Uh, yes, sir, that was a great idea. Good job. That's what you say. That's what you say. <laughs> so, he's still got the NCAA case he's got to deal with, but we figured out how to beat that. Yeah. Mum. Just say nothing. Just say nothing. <laughs> Just... <laughs> He's probably... I bet Bill whispered that in his ear. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way... The, my guess is he already knows. Yeah, uh, he knows. At Northwestern, he knows. There's a reason they've been winning games there. And it's not purely off donations. Yeah. <laughs> they've been pulling a little bit of side streams. Probably. And, uh, there's a reason. You ain't trying if you ain't cheating. Yeah. So... Yeah, he already knows. He knows the gig. That you just don't... So, I mean... Yeah. I don't think it's... That's the thing is, like, the AD position at KU, right now, you've got one tough job. Turn the football program around. Yeah. it's pretty much it. Yeah. And something that has... <clears throat> No AD has really been able to crack that code yet. Well, we did, and then we fired him. Right. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Including Coach. So Coach AD, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> we had it, and then we lost it. Yeah, and just never been able to crack that code ever since. Yeah. But it, 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 it's just, and it's been abysmal, too. It hasn't been. I know. It had a few bad years. No, every year uh, is abysmal. Yeah. I know, and that's the crazy thing because it's like every other sport they've been somewhat successful in or had some success. You know, women's soccer, baseball. They've gone to the um, tournament a few times, mm-hmm. things like that. So, I mean, like, it's not like every sport's been that bad, it's just been that one. Yep. And it's been the worst ever in D1 history, I think. Probably. I think that's what they're saying. What, over well, the past so many years? Yeah. Over like the past 20 decade. years or something. Tw- decade. Yeah, de- decade. Okay. It's just decade, not 20. If you go 20 years, yeah, you're, it's Yeah, you're not... in Mangino territory yeah. there. So, yeah. 10 years, sure. I, I, yeah. I don't know. You still might have to battle K-State. With that, prior to Schneider, yeah, that that they kind of had another cap on it though. It was like the worst decade in the past forty years. They said kid, they brought up K State. It wasn't as bad, but I don't know. The problem with college football is a little different back when <laughs> when those well, when they, that happened. You know, I mean, I know before Schneider came to K State, they were literally discussing just. Doing away with football yeah. at Kansas State. That's not good. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. It's weird is because KU's never really had talks of that. No, I, I, I think, well, I think we're talking about a different era. True. Good point. Um, 
if, you, if you don't win, yeah, if you don't win a single game, you're still making money. <laughs> just like, you're still just by having a team, you're yeah. making money. <laughs> I mean, I mean, in, in college football is such a money maker that I I don't believe it. <clears throat> but if you were to tell me that K State football makes more generates more money for the college than the basketball program, I I would. I would almost believe you. Almost. K-State or KU? At KU. Oh, the basketball generates? That the football program generates more revenue than the basketball. I would almost believe you. I don't... Because I do believe that this particular case... Yeah. You know, the basketball program does generate more, but... I bet it's close. Yeah. I don't know how you find that out. Either. I don't either. I don't think you can. I haven't, I haven't been able... You know, because I kind of looked it up one time. I don't think you're able to. Yeah. It, because part of it is is that these schools, they funnel money in so many different directions. And obviously they're reporting all, but it's kind of deep in the books of, well, it came from this, but then it's going here. They learn from MLB. <laughs> yeah. From baseball. <laughs> How to cook books and yeah. <laughs> make things just disappear and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But so, the only reason why I say that is because I have heard other you know talking heads on TV and radio say that by and large part there's very 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 few schools where their football program does not is not their leading. Money maker, yeah. Few exceptions, probably being KU, um, North Carolina, Duke. You know places like that, and then in Kentucky maybe. Although I don't, I'm not sure about Kentucky anymore. Yeah, but North Carolina would be the only. Uh, you one. know, it's some of those kind of places. Yeah. Um, Does UConn still have a football team? Um. They used I to. Think, I know they time. did. Um, you know, that's a good question. I, I think they do. I think. Yeah. I, most of those sure. schools kind of dissolved them. I they mean, did? Well, they didn't dissolve their football program. They just went to Division Two or something. Yeah. FBS. Or FCS. Whatever. You, yeah. We can't talk about that. No, we got to be politically correct, all right? You be politically correct. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> Anybody that's older than 30 knows what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> older than 30. <clears throat> Not every school, though, because Syracuse didn't move, so. Yeah, they did. I thought they were still in the FBS. They are, but they're in the ACC. Yeah. Or, no, I'm sorry, the Big no, Ten. Big Ten. Big Ten, yeah. But, I mean, they didn't dissolve their football. Sorry. No. That's what I meant. No, most most of those program most they of the programs in the Big East at that point from the if you're looking at it from the basketball standpoint, yeah. most of them didn't have football no, at was, all anyway. St. John's, select. you know, Georgetown. Yeah. Uh I think Villanova actually did have football, but it's well the Rutgers. It's the second tier. Yeah. Um yeah, Rutgers. Um, 
And Didn't Rutgers go to the Big UConn. Ten? I think they went. Yeah, to they the went Big to the Big Ten. Ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? Sir, I'm sorry. Syracuse went to the ACC. I was it was say, Maryland and uh, Maryland and uh, Rutgers. Rutgers went to the Big Twelve or Big Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, Syracuse. Syracuse is in the ACC. Okay. Those schools I could see where basketball maybe. Because Syracuse football hasn't been relevant in quite some time. Nah. <laughs> they've been pretty. <laughs> they've been almost as bad as KU. Lately, they the thing that's different between them and KU is longevity. KU's been worse longer. Yeah. And but I don't know, maybe here in four years, they're still as bad as they are. They might they might be the worst. They might surpass KU. <clears throat> yeah. The only one I saw that was the worst over KU was uh, um UMass. So, was worse at one point in time. Um, was Pitt in the Big East? Can't remember now. I don't think so. Yes. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. I can't remember mm-hmm. who the Big East Elkins. Um, um, some of the bigger names from the Big East at that time. It was Pitt, West yeah. Virginia, UConn. Villanova, Georgetown, Seton Hall, St. John. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm missing a few. There are lots. Temple, Rutgers. Because that was like a they they combined for that the Big East decided <clears throat> one time is like okay. We're going to make a superpower in basketball, and that's what they did. There was like sixteen teams in that in that conference at one point. The Big East was, and the half biggest. of them weren't weren't supportive of football. No, like George. whether they even had football or yeah, or that it even existed at all. Yeah, yeah, Georgetown being one example. Georgetown's been that, the biggest that, one. I that. don't think they've ever had football. I well, it's doubt been it. years anyway. Yeah. I doubt it. So, um, <laughs> I forgot that. Uh, <laughs> technically, on paper, uh, Notre Dame is ACC. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Except in football. But this year they were. Yes. This past year they were. Yes, they were in the for, ACC. For football. Because mm-hmm. they kind of had to be mm-hmm. to play anything. And Next the, year they're not. And the fucking ACC just bowed down and said, okay, come on in. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, nah, you know what? The ACC isn't really a good fit for us. We'll find our own thing. Oh, okay. Well, come on back anytime. <laughs> you jackasses. Fucking kick, make them. No. <laughs> what do you want them to do? Kick him out? Yeah. <laughs> Tell him no? Yeah. And you know... Too much money. Well, do you think the Big 12 would say no? <sighs> if Notre Dame come knocking? I'll tell you the answer. You think so? Oh, they will open arms. Oh, open, open arms. Open arms. Yeah. Come on in. 
Door I thought you were going to say no. I'm like, mm, Fuck I don't no. see very Money, many. money, money, yeah. money, money, money. I was like, you uh, think about this for a moment. Of the course, big, I don't know any conference that's going to tell them no. So. I know, right? Except he, for the SEC. No, nah, I think the SEC lets him. Nah, they don't need him. They don't need him. I, I think I, and I um, and it wouldn't it wouldn't be a good fit either. I don't know. A, I don't think Notre Dame would ever ask. No, because that's it's the just problem. it's a weird. Well, it's a that's, weird. That's the first problem. They don't want to. Yeah, and second, I think the SEC would say no thanks because we do not we share equally our revenue and we don't have room for a a. Privately owned television. How many phones you got? All of them. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that's always been the big problem in Notre Dame. They don't want to do the revenue share. Right. But I don't think they'll be able to in the Big 12. Because the Big 12 has revenue share. Uh, if, if Notre Dame asked and the Big 12 said yes... They're in the Big 12. Longhorn Network. Yeah, but they share some of that revenue now. Then it's guess not who's exclusive. not coming into the Big 12? But, I mean, the Longhorn Network isn't exclusive anymore. Well, guess who's not coming into the Big 12 then, if that's if that's the case? Notre Dame. Yeah. Because Notre Dame will not share. Yeah. And, but... But that's why they but, took advantage yeah, of the but ACC. But also, I don't. I think. I think. Because the ACC. I think, be, I think the Big Twelve would be like, "Fuck them, let's do it." I, I let's do it anyway. Can, yeah. How, how many fans would show up to a KU game to watch Notre Dame? Well, that would be the difference. Or K State or Texas Notre Dame would be on TV mm. on national TV all the time. It'd be on ESPN. Big money. ABC. Big money. Whoever wants to. It'd be on ABC. Every time. It'd be, no, it would be on NBC because that's who Notre Dame has their contract or with. Or NBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I could see Disney buying it out because it'd be more money. Jesus Christ. Look like Gonzaga. So. I don't know. be interesting. I think kind of going backwards here but the the thing is is the Big 12 kind of going back to KU KU needs to find just somebody to be competitive in the Big 12 that can turn it around pretty quick but at the same time because the thing is the Big 12 teams they make enough money but the problem is KU isn't able to keep up with the rest of the Big 12 teams based upon attendance, recruits, things like that. That's where all those Big 12 teams make their money in Excel. Mm-hmm. And KU has decent attendance for what they are. I mean, for a losing program, it's decent I, attendance. I got I to admit... <laughs> Still to this day, still to this day, the last freaking live sporting <laughs> event I've been to is with you, the West Virginia KU game, football game. And I, I got to say, for what it was worth, the crowd wasn't bad. 
as far as for a, uh, for pop, a, as far as population yeah, was concerned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was because generally speaking, there's West Virginia doesn't exactly attract no it's multitudes. Not a, yeah, it's yeah. not Notre Dame. Yeah, you know Texas, Texas. Yeah, Oklahoma. Uh, but you know. Just for a fucking Saturday afternoon game, that's basically yeah. the only reason why you're going. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're going, I didn't think the crowd was that bad for a losing program. Uh huh. <laughs> for a program that hasn't shown any life at all. Yeah, I have seen so, way fewer at Mizzou. Okay. When they were really bad. Yeah. Not recently, but... I mean, and that's my thing. It's all relative. Like, I'm not saying the attendance at KU is good, because obviously not, because... But it shouldn't be, because it's a losing program. Like, attendance is never going to be good. No, you're never... If your expectation is to sell out a game, well, then you better start hiring uh, Notre Dame and <laughs> yeah, Alabama yeah. to come in <laughs> to play you, because... And you better be pretty good yourself, Yeah, too. <laughs> and then just be prepared for all the uh, gold and red that are going to be in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, for what it was, it's it's fine attendance, but it's, that's where the issue lies and stuff, where KU falls behind. And hopefully this guy can finally get that kind of turned around, because... I think, and that's the thing about KU, it's like they've done it all because they went with the new edgy hire. Hey, this guy, you know, he's an up-and-comer. We went with the the safe one. Then we went out and got the big splash. And each one had their own recruiting style, and none of it worked. Yep. So, and of course, now our biggest recruit got in trouble and is not going to come to KU anymore. So, Don't yeah, <laughs> I heard about that too. Like, isn't that just fitting? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would make fun of you, but probably it's... it'll happen here in the next month or two for Missouri. Well, it's so. happened in the past to you guys too. I know. So it's, it's... <laughs> you know that that is well, that is what makes... Dario Green Beckham. <laughs> That's what pisses me off about this rivalry. Is that neither one of us can really ever get the upper hand? <laughs> because you laugh at us for some kind of rules violation, and then all of a sudden, bam, you get hit with one. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right, all right, okay, we're back at the even. All right, hey, your recruit, your best recruit, just got fucking kicked out of the school before he even started. Well, just give it time, <laughs> Mizzou fans, because it's probably going to happen here shortly. You know, yeah. I guess you could already make fun of Mizzou for the uh, basketball exit, the, the portal, yeah, the whatever you exodus, call it, the ex- yeah. yeah, the mass exodus out so, of your basketball program yeah. from How a bunch all of your, all your from stars. a bunch of players that already suck anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got three players that are just okay, and they're like, yeah. "Deuces, I'm out." <laughs> Where are you what? going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck at Northwest. I know, right? <laughs> Good luck at, yeah. Florida Atlantic. Or a uh, uh, freaking uh, uh, Sedalia State Fair. <laughs> Community College. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. that. That's the thing. It, it, it's, it, that's what's funny about the rivalry. It just spins on its head. I know. Yeah. You know? 
mean, we can't make... I mean, you, see, you always have basketball. You guys... You always will have the basketball. Yeah. Always. But that's the thing. Or at least for now. Cause, you, I make, mean, you make fun of our football program, but then your basketball program turned into... Yeah. A bi- you know, yeah. total abysmal. <sighs> it was like under... Uh, was it Kim, Kim... Kim Anderson. Yeah. I mean, it was going down to him then, I but... I so mixed up with Kim, Mike Anderson. Um, Kim Anderson just... Oh. It, well... He would have been the. He's like who? Who were we talking about the other day? I can't remember. See if he, see if this rings a bell. Yeah. Kim Anderson would have been the greatest head coach for Mizzou forty years ago. By the way, he with his approach. Well, he kind of said that about Conzo. Was it Conzo that we were talking yeah. about? Well, Matt did because Conzo took out Tillman. Well, four fouls when there was like six No, I'm talking like... about in terms of his mentality of uh, oh. d- discipline and y- uh. you need to be wearing a suit and tie, you know, that kind of thing. Bill Snyder-esque, yeah, yeah, but Bill Snyder was successful Until, at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kim Anderson was never successful <laughs> at any point in time, but I think he could have been if he coached 40 years prior. Yeah. If he coached after Norm Stewart, or before, <laughs> Norm Stewart. before, <laughs> I think after would have been okay though. <laughs> yeah, after probably. Yeah, it yeah. would have been fine for about six yeah. years. Yeah, because if we could imagine this, Uh-oh. let's flip flop. Kim Anderson, so Kim Anderson takes over for Norm Stewart, and not Quinn Snyder. But now we just hired Quinn Snyder. Because Quinn Snyder obviously was way ahead of his time. <laughs> we hired Quinn Snyder too young. Yeah, we hired Quinn Snyder 20, 30 years too soon. <laughs> yeah, 20 too soon. And Kim Anderson 40 years too soon. Or too late. Too late, yeah. Yeah. Just flip-flop those two, and I think we've got a different program on our hands. <laughs> Probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> of course, you could say the same about KU if Mangino was... Well, if you just wouldn't have fired Mangino, you'd have been fine. Well, if we would have hired him 10 years earlier before students had more power... You know, because he had the uh, uh, he had the whatever. super discipline and stuff too. Yeah, if he could add a full. 20 I still years, think that was hogwash. Myself, I'm not disagreeing. I think somebody just didn't like the guy. Yeah, they didn't like buying two coats for him, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it came down to. Oh, the fucking. Those signs, man. <laughs> I went to the. I went to that, to the uh, ESPN yeah, yeah. Um, game day when Mizzou was second and KU was third ranked yeah. or third, fourth, whatever they yeah. were ranked at that time at Arrowhead. Oh, the signs were just awful <laughs> and hilarious yeah. simultaneously. It's just terrible. So they're the best ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you're trying to get. Oh, at. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So. 
That's all I'm saying. I get it. It's hogwash. Taco food. covered tacos. Taco <laughs> smothered tacos. <laughs> With just a face of Mangino beside it in the middle of it. <laughs> it's like, it don't even make sense. It's hysterical. <laughs> Coaches fatter in years it was with the pH. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> oh, they were there. That's that was fun. That was, was fun. Yeah. Well, that was the best times. And then, yeah. And then Yeah. For really both programs. I was gonna say it was just different sports, but both programs. Yeah. Because the KU Mizzou basketball was great too. That was a good rival. That 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 even at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> and then KU's pro football went, and MU's basketball exploded in your hands too. Yeah. So that's how it's totally funny. So, I know. Um, all right, put a cap on this. Sure. We got stuff, other stuff to talk about. Right on. All right. So tune in next time. Later.